0: You are listening to Our Urban Voices with Dr. Alphonse Javed, a podcast that presents Christian narratives through diverse voices that impact urban ministry. Here is your host. In this podcast, we cover everything from churches and church planting efforts, mission and missions organization, evangelism, and unreached people groups, emerging movements and initiatives, justice, current events related to faith, and the persecutors to author interviews and more let's get to it hello and welcome back to our urban voices i'm your host dr alphonse chavez today i'm joined by robert Cantande, the founder of robert Cantande initiative and the sports outreach ministry chess academy our topic today focuses on why it's crucial in ministry to understand the unique needs of a community and how sports can be a great way to evangelize and teach life skills to young people. Robert has an incredible story. He grew up in Uganda in the midst of war, civil unrest, and unstable home life. Against all odds, he went from living in the slums of Kampala, Uganda, to attending a local university and eventually getting a graduate degree in the U.S. In college, he started volunteering with Sports Outreach, a ministry that started more than 30 years ago and has outreach in seven countries. After graduating, Robert joined Sports Outreach full-time and went on to create a chess program for vulnerable young people living in the slums and in IDP camps. Some of you may remember the movie, The Queen of Katwa. It told the story of one girl in the chess program, Fiona. If you remember, she excelled, became one of the first titled female player in Uganda chess history. Robert was her coach. So we're so excited to have you on the show, Robert, today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me on Urban Voices.
0: So, would you mind correcting my pronunciation? I realize that I did not pronounce your last name really well. So, would you mind saying your last name one more time so people can yeah, hear um, clearly? clearly? Uh, it's Robert Katende. Katende. Exactly. So, apologies there. How are you? So, before we get started please tell us very briefly about your family i believe family is so important because it helps to uh, humanize us as persons
1: yeah you're very right actually family is such a very vital unit for anyone i'm married to my beautiful wife i call her my blessing sarah with our beautiful uh, girls mercy hope and grace Because I did grow up in a a very stable setup of a family. And I was always so much nervous and wondering. Like, I couldn't believe that I would ever be like somebody with a family. So it's quite a blessing for me to say that I am now a family man.
0: That's such a blessing. I do want to make a small comment for the audience. I hear some hum. Forgive us for that. We are doing this interview via Zoom. We are not in the same room, so please bear with us. To start off, Robert, can you fill us in on your religious background and how you first got involved with the sports outreach?
1: Actually, for religious background, I had a very challenging childhood. I, my mom gave birth to me when she was only 14, so she handed me over to my grandmom. And my grandmom was a staunch Anglican. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of say I became an, an, an Anglican by default
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I was with her. Then by the time I attained close to six years, that's when I reconnected to my real mom. And by then she had actually gotten married mm-hmm. to a man who happened to be a Muslim. So you mm-hmm. see how I switch and then. I stayed with her two years, she passed on, then I had to relocate to my other auntie who was a staunch Catholic and she was also married to a Muslim, staunch Catholic, so you can imagine uh, Islam and Christianity in one family, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so I got a feel of both. And then when I was in my high school, that's when I gave my life to Christ and I became a born-again Christian.
0: Wow. So can you tell us more about how the sports outreach program works? What does an average day look like for the kids involved in a soccer outreach ministry?
1: Basically, sports, the ultimate goal is evangelism and discipleship. Saying discipleship in capital letters because that's what we focus on mainly. But of Mm -hmm. course, you can't disciple before you evangelize. We use sports as our activity, as a platform for nurturing, mentorship, and character development, and of course, sharing the word of God. And sports is basically used more as an entry tool into building a very strong relationship for life. As much as we say sports ministry, and we we are regarded as coaches, but we see ourselves as life coaches more than just sports coaches.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds really good, life coach. So, what is the religious background of the kids in the ministry then?
1: The religious background of the kids, I would say, diverse. But of course, for us in the programs, we use biblical principles and concepts to do all our teaching. But we are interdenominational. We invite any child, any background, those from Islam, faith, wherever they come from, even some who are non believers, they're all coming. But when it comes, evangelism and discipleship, as we continue to share God's love in action with them, they get to see the God who works in us. We realize the Holy Spirit convicts them and they give their lives to Christ. Then we embark on the journey of discipleship and then to a local church where they can continue to be grown as spiritually.
0: So, so what made you start playing chess with the kids instead of soccer?
1: Yeah, thank you for the question. There are two factors mainly. Number one, I was using soccer, but in the slums, you can hardly get space for soccer
2: mm-hmm.
1: because the area is very much congested and mm-hmm. there was no real playing space. Then two is that the children, several of them were not getting involved in the soccer, mm-hmm. especially the girls. By then, it was believed to be a boys game. In our culture, so girls could not get involved, and even many of them feared the risks involved in soccer, the tackles, the injuries, whatever could come in. But I knew how to play chess, and primarily, all I was looking for was to have a platform where I can engage, Mm -hmm. and chess happened to be a very wonderful tool because it really provides a one-on-one connectivity.
0: That's really interesting. Do you think that helped with? Furthering conversations in discipleship? Exactly.
1: What we basically do, Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to sports ministry, we actually do what we call relational evangelism. It is who you are mainly because we have to leave it out. It's not like preachers that you have a crusade, you come and just speak and then go. This Mm -hmm. is a daily engagement. So it's more relational than just verbal. So you need to walk the talk.
0: Yeah, that's really powerful. So why is it so important for Christians doing ministry to understand the needs of the local community, the people that they serve?
1: I think for Christians it's very, very important. Maybe I will also generalize it and I say post social workers or community development practitioners. It is very, very important to engage and be in and walk the journey with the people. And unless you do that, you may not ever get to know exactly what's going on. Because there are so many hidden issues that you may not ever get to understand unless you totally dive in and you get to engage and you walk the journey with these people. It's Mm -hmm. not come and fix it. No. Because Mm -hmm. many of them have a generational kind of bondage they are in. They have nothing to relate to. So even when you are provide an education opportunity. It's not just a matter of availing funds' for tuition. It goes way beyond that. The emotional preparation, the psychological preparation, the tenacity, readiness for somebody to dive in and know what it takes. The faith behind it, that okay, even when you have nothing you can relate to, this is doable. These people, most of them, they have given up on life. That's why we say we restore hope. And then transform lives first, because that is very, very important. You have to help people to break that kind of binding forces within them, thinking that no matter what I do, I can never make it. So that you assure them, no, with God, all is possible. All you have to do is to hang in there and press on.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. So we have a predominantly American Christian audience, and I I believe uh, most of them are not familiar with the impact that this type of ministry can have. I was a missions pastor before taking the position of senior pastor in my church. So I have worked with several different sports-oriented ministries overseas. But when we talk about the American Christian audience, what do you want American Christians in particular to understand about sports as an outreach?
1: I think one thing they need us to understand, especially anyone who wants to become a sports minister, Right, it is very vital to take a course, first and foremost, to know what it takes because it is a thread line. Because even the non-believers do sports. But what is the ultimate goal? We want to use sports as a tool. It's not the final means of what we are trying to do. Because mankind, why I say it's a thread line, People tend to always be tempted to go into the competitive world because as human beings, we are very competitive. But I think it calls for a trained sports minister to understand. Then number two, it also calls for patience and it is a lifelong engaging ministry platform. It's not a quick fix because you are dealing with people's character You are dealing with how do they have to conduct themselves in a God-fearing manner, whether it is a loss, whether it is a win. How do they portray Christ Mm in all these emotional dynamics? I always tell people that sports ministry is more like a spiritual laboratory because it checks you out and you need to know all these kind of dynamics as they come in, but as an American audience trying to look into doing sports ministry, of course you need to also meet the expectations of the learners, like if they are coming for basketball, they are coming for baseball, they are coming Mm -hmm. for American football. Yes, they want to attain that skill. But you'd want to speak to their inner man character wise. How do they play for the audience of one?
0: Yeah. I think you already answered why should someone start a sports outreach program through their local church. And I think you already clearly articulated why, because there's a desire there, but then part of that also is when they do come, you want to be person of integrity because the program exists to give them that training and allow them to have that skill that you promised that they will get. But then at the same time, you have your own vision for that ministry. And let me ask you this. if someone wanted to start a sports outreach program through their local church, what would you advise?
1: Yeah, number one is definitely to pray about it, to ensure that God is calling them into this particular field of ministry. Because it is not easy if really you do not have the calling for it. It's
2: right. very, right,
1: very challenging. Right. That's the right. first step. Then number two is to share the vision with the church leadership. Mm-hmm. Because when we talk about uh, the local church, it means that we are taking the church out to the community.
2: Mm. We are
1: taking the church to the field of play. We are getting it from the boundaries of the wall into the soccer space, into the, the sporting environment. So when we are there, then we reach out to these learners, then we bring them now into the church. And uh, it is very important for that also, for number one, to be embraced by the church as a sports ministry. So that you can have the necessary support. When these people are, uh, you get maybe them on the field of play, they come in the church, they should be able to know that the church appreciates and recognizes their sports program. Mm-hmm. So, because everyone uh, desires to have a sense of belonging, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's key. And I know many people who have started sports programs, mm-hmm. they end up being just sports activities. But we are talking about sports ministry. It's not just right. an activity. Right. Where we just yeah. come, play, and go. That's why I said that it's very important to do the training. Because actually, the actual ministry is not during the sports activity. It is after.
0: That's so cool.
1: That's why we say, actually, when you check on our website, Sports outreach website, we call it step one and step off. Meaning, you step on field of play, and then play. you step off the field of play, and the biggest and the greatest work is done when you step off because we spend more time off the field of play, yeah, and we use that the step on we use that actually we just use it as a reference when we are now dealing with the step off
0: so is there anything else you like to tell our listeners about working with young people? Yes. Number one, uh,
1: working with young people, we need also to know that young people are very ambitious, and many of the times we come in to help them. But as mm-hmm. ministers, I have discovered over the years that they have also helped me in so many ways
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to mm-hmm.
1: develop a high degree of tolerance, to always seek for God's wisdom, guidance mm-hmm. in everything I do, because some of them will definitely swing you up and down. But you need to have the tenacity to hang in there, to love them unconditionally, because they will come with all sorts of things. But if you keep the trust, you keep the honesty, you try to show that you are there for them, not because of their skill, but for their life. That is very, very important. Hmm.
0: Powerful, brother. Powerful. So, Robert, if uh, listeners want to get in touch with you, what are the easiest ways?
1: Thank you very much way, our address is on the website, you mm-hmm. can actually check on Robert Katende Initiative, or you can check Som Chess Academy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or use our email, Som mm-hmm. uh, Chess Academy at gmail.com, mm-hmm. or Robert Kattende Initiative at gmail.com. Okay. The third one is Som. What is S O M standing okay. for? Sports Ministry. S O M Kampala at gmail.com. Either way, you'll definitely be reaching out to us.
0: That's awesome. And that will also be included in the episode description. And for the last thing, because we talk about heavy topics and here we are also talking about something so inspirational. And I'm I'm sure people are inspired by what you share about this initiative. And I'm praying the Lord may continue to use your ministry. So let's close with a joke. So tell me a joke, brother. <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, a joke. Let me say, uh, do you, do, do you have, uh, watches they call Rolex? Yeah. Yes. When you come to Uganda, I know for the Americans, they wear Rolex as a watch. For us, we eat them as food. Oh. We have, uh. uh a fish called Rolex. Ah, just, you know, that's
0: stuff. awesome. But uh,
1: this is just a, a bread uh, with some eggs, some vegetables. It is a very, awesome. very nice. Thing. There I you know. go, people. But sometimes some... I tell people that the Americans wear wa- Rolex. For us, we eat it.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. I'm glad <laughs> this is also some new knowledge. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. And that was Robert of sports outreach ministry chess academy and thank you to all our listeners if you appreciate this podcast please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave an honest review wherever you listen to your podcast tune in next week for more honest discussions from diverse voices You've been listening to Our Urban Voices with Dr. Alphonse Javed, which presents Christian narratives through diverse voices that impact urban ministry. Please check back for new episodes every week.